Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. At the time you are listening to this, I am either currently undergoing or have just undergone my second wrist surgery in the last three years. And it is also the 10-year anniversary of when I graduated from chiropractic school. So I'm having another surgery on my arm on the day I graduated. And it had me thinking, and this also has come up in a mastermind that I partake in and, and I'm participating in, but this idea of failure. Because to many, and myself included, you know, I, I've gone through phases with this. I have been plagued. I've talked about this on the show, but risk problems have plagued me my entire career as a chiropractor from before I even graduated from school. So, you know, probably 12 years, not just 10. And I loved every part of being a chiropractor and had a great career. And I recognized probably, you know, in the last five years, but it took me at least until last year. So almost four of those to realize that it was okay to move on and do something else that wasn't going to keep abusing and hurting my body. And that was like a big deal because so much of, you know, there's this culture in the chiropractic world. And I still, I absolutely love chiropractic. It's an incredible tool and resource. And I don't want to call it a modality, but path to approach with your health. And I had huge, amazing things happen when I started getting adjusted for the first time. And it's part of why I became a chiropractor originally. You know, my asthma cleared up and my allergies got better and my health was improved. And I ran a marathon without using an inhaler when I'd had one every single day of my life, you know, starting when I was 12 until I was 20. And all of that was possible just from you know, the power of chiropractic and allowing the body to do what it's supposed to do and function normally. Like that's essentially, if we get down to the root root thing of chiropractic, that's what it's based on. And as I've evolved as a practitioner and, you know, grown and learned and all of the stuff I'm doing, especially in my PhD program now, there are so many avenues and ways that we can access that. And I'm, I realized I wasn't limited and only having to be a chiropractor just because that's what I originally got my degree in. And so I wanted to share, you know, there was, there was so much work that I had to do around what I was going to say there is like, there's this culture in chiropractic of it becomes your identity, right? Like who you are is chiropractic. You being a chiropractor, you live, eat, breathe, sleep, all the things like that is what defines you. And when I decided to step out of that world. And there's like multiple facets that this goes along with this, you know, realized that it was okay to to step out. I had to almost remake my identity. And on some level, there was this, you know, element of failure in some way, right? Like I'm still paying off the student loans (laughs) from that, but, but I've come to this place where it's not really failure. It's been a stepping stone. And so I wanted to talk about this idea of failure because, you know, I'm 
having wrist surgery for the second time on the anniversary of, you know, my 10 year anniversary of graduating of, you know, being in this career of chiropractic. And while that's not fun or any of those things, I'm also not, I don't feel like I failed in some way. Like I'm really excited about what I'm doing and how I've been able to grow and evolve. And I know that the journey I've had in the path I've taken and being a chiropractor for 10 years, I ended up being like nine, but you know, was a significant part of that and not something I would undo by any means. I might've picked a different technique so that I didn't hurt myself so badly, but it's not something that I would trade for anything in the world. And I think so many of us can get tied to, we try something new or, you know, maybe we do a business venture or we try to lose weight for the 50th time, or, you know, there's, there's a big goal we have and we fall short or it doesn't look like we think it would, or we feel like we failed. And then we allow that failure to define us. And this also happened to me in school, actually. I, not very smartly, (laughs) chose to train for a marathon during our hardest, one of our hardest and busiest quarters in school. We would, we had quarters, 10 week quarters. And as you got going in that process, we were taking like 32 credit hours in a quarter, which is an insane amount of school. And so I failed the class, never failed anything before in my life. And I got a 68 and a 69 on the midterm and final. There were only two tests and that was your grade. And I was like, you know, I just remember sitting there looking at the screen, like, what? It almost looked, seemed surreal. And I really had no one to blame but myself. And as a result of that, I actually graduated three months after I would have normally if I'd stayed on track because it held me back from going into clinic. There was like this, you know, plethora of things that happened as a result of this one class. And it took me a while to stop being defined by that as a student. And I became, instead of an A and B student, I became a B and C student because I stopped trusting myself on tests. And so many of us go through this. And so we can get stuck in like the negative story and negative thing of whatever happened rather than using, like really what failure is, is it's an opportunity to learn and to do something differently the next time. And the only time I wanted to read you a quote from a book where um, this has been talking about this, this has nothing to do with health, but it relates to life in general, all across the world. It's the book is called a happy pocket full of money um, by David something. His last name is a little strange. I'll put a link in the show notes, but he, he wrote failure is not failure as such. It is only truly failure when you accept it as the end. But if you accept it as a p- blessed part of the process, a part that helps you succeed further and know what this failure, oh, know what this further success tastes like, then you can never, ever possibly fail, ever. Failure is an illusion. Stop fearing it. Love it for the gifts it brings you. And in talking about this, you know, I wanted to just kind of share that perspective because I think so many of us get stuck and stopped. And one of the ways that we fail consistently as women in the health world, especially around weight loss (laughs) or just being healthier in general is, you know, I I was talking on one of our guests and um, her interview won't be out for a little bit from when I'm recording this. But one of the things we talked about is, you know, if we look at our relationship with ourselves and how well we keep our word to ourselves and how well we, you know, treat ourselves and the thoughts that we think. And I've talked about this on the show quite a bit. You know, we wouldn't be friends with us. We would be like, eh, like that person, you know, never, never does what they say they're going to do. You know, is negative, is not lifting me up in any way. And that is like the relationship we have with ourselves. And so one of the places that 
I think failure can keep us stuck and define us is that we have this perspective of ourselves as being a failure. And so we keep ourselves there and we don't allow it to be what it really can be, which is an opportunity to learn and move forward and know what we're not going to do. And kind of the last piece I wanted to share and just bringing this full circle for all of you listening to this to just ponder and think about. Um, and I haven't been completely this transparent on the show yet. I don't think so. We're, we're just going to go with it because, you know, I think this illustrates as well. So as I have shared, obviously my career has evolved. I had a really big chiropractic practice. I had 12 staff. I had a six thousand square foot building. <laughs> I, you know, we were billing out upwards of a hundred thousand dollars a month. We grossed just shy of seven figures in our biggest year in that that model and that practice. And there was a day right after I bought and remodeled that building where I walked upstairs and looked around. I had this like big new office, and we all had all new flooring and paint and like all the stuff. Right? It was beautiful, beautiful building. And I was just like. Oh, this is not the dream. And in that moment, I realized like, A, I'd probably made a huge mistake, but I didn't want to tell myself that. And I felt trapped and stuck because at that point, you know, my wrist was already a disaster and I knew that I hadn't actually had surgery yet, but I knew it was a problem and it was constantly bothering me and my own health was suffering. And I just, I didn't, like I said, I felt trapped and it, it was not the dream the life that I dreamed. I didn't have the time I wanted with my kid. I didn't have all this stuff. And so then I started asking myself, well, how can I create this inside of what I have? And that was, you know, like two different things going against each other. And essentially what ended up happening through a lot of circumstances, but also me not listening to my gut around buying that building in the first place and, you know, me not being willing to have the courage to make a big change and to let go of that identity that said I had to be a chiropractor and run a certain type of business and had to start look a certain way, all of those things, you know, I, I've always called it ungraceful and I, I don't think it's really necessarily not graceful, but I didn't plan well for how I was going to exit that. I just kind of unconsciously recognized that I needed to do something different and the universe created a way for that to happen. And so literally overnight, insurance stopped paying us like three quarters of our income just stopped coming in. I didn't have the capability to support payroll because our overhead was so high. I had to downsize staff immediately and shift every, all my providers over to being independent contractors instead of employees and get out of the insurance game and go to all cash. And like this, this just sequela of things happened. And ultimately it led to, I didn't need a six thousand square foot building. I found a renter, you know, the bank did not play ball with me at all. And so finally at the end of last year, after I'd sold the building and done all this stuff, I recognized how much stress it was calling me, causing me and just keeping me stuck. And there was never, you know, I just wasn't getting to a place where I could create the life I wanted to create while still trying to support this thing that had been the dream. It never really was the dream, but had been my reality, right? And so I ended up actually, you know, after it was not an easy decision and I fought like heck to not have to, but I ended up filing for bankruptcy in that original business last year. And in doing that, you know, many of us can hear that and think like, damn, that's a pretty big failure. You know, I went from owning a house and owning a building and owning 
a practice and having staff and employees and having an IRA and like all this stuff to like literally nothing. I kept my car, <laughs> just kid. But you know, my husband owns the house we live in and I sold my house before all this happened and before COVID. And so I've gone back to, you know, having what we consider net worth and all this stuff in our society to literally having a clean slate again. And that's actually how I look at this. And I, I was talking with my mom at one point because my little brother's getting married. And so she's all like prenups and all this stuff. And, you know, I was sharing that my husband and I made the choice to do one of those, mostly just because we wanted our stuff to go to our kids and Alaska set up a little, not like we're planning to get divorced, right? We just wanted like extra protection that should something happen to one of us, our individual kids like get our stuff, essentially the things we've accumulated in the world. And at this point, like it's split between all of them because we blended differently. But at that time, that's what made sense for us. And my mom made some comment about like, yeah, but you lost it all. And I don't look at it like that. You know, I look at it as I learned a whole heck of a lot about what I didn't want and about how to do all those things again, completely differently. And in a way that, you know, puts my health in my life first, I think I've said before on the show, there's um, Jeff Bezos or someone else talks about that every good business plan needs a health plan. And I would say every life plan needs a health plan, health plan. If your health plan isn't included in there, like you got to restructure your life in some way. Right. And, you know, so I've learned and I, I finally reached a point, like, it's not to say that this stuff didn't affect me. Right? I've, I've dealt with a lot of, you know, shame and guilt and, you know, emotions that I had to work through around filing for bankruptcy. Cause I felt like I was letting not just me down, but my patients down and the people who worked for me down and all of this stuff. And it took, someone challenged me to write down 250 good things that came out of it. And in doing that, I actually recognized there were a lot of really incredible, great incredibly great things that happened as a result of that, including the majority of the people who used to work for me are now running their own business, which I think is super cool and they're doing great. So, you know, in looking at that, like there's so much good on the other side. And I really look back at, you know, when I first started a business and that's, you know, we don't, I don't really talk about business on this show, but if you've gone through something where you feel like you failed, if you look back, you'll actually see how much you learned and how far you came in the process of that failing, if that makes sense. You know, I look back on when I first started a business, I went into a bank to get a line of credit and they were like, can we have your P&L and balance sheet? And I was like, my what now? <laughs> and for those who don't own a business, those are like, you know, you have to provide your profit and loss and balance sheet to do just about anything in business. And I, we didn't get trained in business in chiropractic school. They kind of did, but not that stuff. Um, you know, and so I've come from there to having built a huge business to now taking apart that huge business to knowing how to do that differently in the future. If I ever decide that I want to get out of said business and, you know, really and having built a team and built a culture and now, you know, having the opportunity to create all that again and differently, like do something differently. It's not like we're trying to repeat the same result, but we're also not reacting out of fear and being like, oh, that didn't work. I'm never doing that again. So I think that kind of culminates what I wanted to share around this, but whatever you're dealing with, wherever you feel like you failed, maybe it's around losing weight or your health or, you know, something with work or a job or a relationship, or, you know, this can apply to, to marriage, divorce, all of that stuff anywhere, anywhere in our lives, school, where you feel like there's some level of you somehow failed, just take on and try out looking at you know, I've learned a whole lot about how to succeed in a way that I don't want to. And here's what I can create on the other side. And with that, 
I will see you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm -hmm.